Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Bear. I love you, Kura. This is episode 72 of the Bear and Kura podcast. We are going to talk about us. If you could rename the street you grew up on, what would you rename it? Bear. Okay. Actually, my name, the way I spell it, B-A-E-H-R, is the name of the street that I grew up on. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. It's still around, isn't it? As far as I know. Mm Mm-hmm. I haven't visited that neighborhood in a long, long, long time. It's been quite a while. It was a dirt road, wasn't it? Yeah, it probably still is a dirt road. Hmm. So, what would you name the street you grew up on? I don't think... Probably my middle name, which would be Trego. Hmm. Just because it's different. It's, uh... Well, there's a, there's a county in Kansas named Trego County. I don't know. I, as a kid, I, I hated the name. I, it's a family name. I, I don't know exactly where it came from. My grandfather was named Trego. And then I'm a junior. Like I said, it's a family name. But like I said, I hated it growing up. My mom wasn't very fond of it. She thought it sounded like a horse's name. Not a horse name. A horse's name. The look you gave me. (laughs) So, probably that. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. I I would probably keep it the same, though. I, I like Surrey Avenue was... Just fitting, I guess. I guess I just... That, that's the name of the street that I did grow up on, so... Hmm. Probably keep it the same, to be honest with you. See, I would think you'd call it Bayside or something like that. Yeah, it was along the bay. Yeah. Street right next to the bay. Hmm. So, kind of missed that place a little bit. What was the last thing you created? The last podcasts. Last week's podcasts. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> Why... I don't know. It just sounded easy to say. <laughs> I've created all kinds of software and everything since, but the the last um, artistic, I guess, is a podcast artistic. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say I guess that. There's a lot of design. You have to make the web pages, and we make a little document that we read off of. No, we 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 don't do anything. You do it all. Yes, I do it all. So. Yes. And then after it's recorded, I edit all of our mistakes out. Basically, you edit me. Make the sound sound better. You edit me out. Yeah. Because I know I'm the one who messes up the most. The last thing I created, they can't talk about that on the podcast. Kind of makes you, a mess. You made a mess? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Just probably some artwork, really. Probably some sketches that I've drawn, but nothing really fantastic. I haven't been really creative recently. Uh, I don't know why. I need to get back to the swing of things and start drawing and sketching more often. I think the problem is is that I haven't been doing it a lot, so I'm not very happy with the work that I've been doing. But practice makes perfect, and I just kind of fallen out of practice with doing it. You need to make me a temporary tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get... Uh, my co-worker's tattoo design, too. She wants that done within the month. 
I better jump on that because she waited all summer for it. She didn't want to get it during the summer because when you get a tattoo, you're really not allowed to go swimming in the pool and being out in the sun. It can ruin and damage the tattoo. So, well, I will not have to worry about that because you're just going to draw it on me. Yeah, and you're not getting a real one. I, I bought you those special tattoo markers mm-hmm. that are, I guess, they're supposed to be safe to use on your skin. Mm-hmm. Well, you put one on yourself, didn't you? Well, I used the stencil. It says yeah. Pride in six different colors. The rainbow colors. Did you put them on correctly, the, the right order? Yeah, yes, I definitely know the right order for the colors. Okay, I'm just asking. Some people don't. I guess that's what we both created. If you put out a magazine, what would you name it and what would be in it? I've already done this. The Electronic Gay Community Magazine started in, I think, 1988. Okay. Um, That was actually before the internet. It was a magazine that that was on a diskette. Okay. That you stick in your computer and you view. Okay. Did you have a lot of subscribers? Um, a couple hundred, maybe. Really? Considering that it had to be mailed to you and everything, it was, I guess that was quite a few people. I guess it would be expensive. What, did people pay for it? or? Yeah. yeah. How much did it cost? I think it was $10 a year. Oh, that's not bad. So they, every month they would get a, a discount in the, a, like a floppy in the mail or yeah. something? Yeah. Huh. After a few years of doing that, um, the I opened the gay bulletin board system, and uh, people who had a modem and the right software could view the magazine on their computer. Oh, wow. Over, over the... It was called Gaycom, hmm. over that network. And then when it went to, when the internet became more popular, I made a version that ran on the internet for a very long time. What made you stop doing it? Um, I don't really know. I, I, I just ran out of ambition, I guess. Hmm. The URL is still there. You can go there, but it hasn't been updated in a long, long, long time. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I never knew that. I learned something new about you every day. Hmm. If I created a magazine, it I don't know what I would call it. It would just be a hodgepodge of probably my thoughts and just different things, things that I'm interested in. Sounds it, like this podcast. Exactly. I mean, it would run the game from artwork to sports to probably political commentary. And when would you find time to make it? That's the thing. Yeah. I have to sleep a lot <laughs> to look this good. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I mean it would. I, 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 I think it'd be interesting, but I, I, I it'd almost be like a zine. It, it, it'd just be a hodgepodge of different things. And, yeah, I think they call that a blog. Yeah, that's a, that's what it would be. Yeah, thank you. There's a noisy kitty trying to get into a box. So, what are some of the songs you know by heart? I know one song by heart. What is it? It is I Wouldn't Want to Be Like You by the Alan Parsons Project. Okay. Do something with that cat. Hey, come on. He's in the box. Pick pick up the box and put it on the table so he can't mess with it. I don't know what it is about cats and boxes. No, you're going to cry. 
Oh, well, folks, that's our kitty cat. So, Do you know the words to any songs? Come on. <laughs> I, I too many to count. Too many, I mean, how many times have we turned on the radio and I'm singing along to all the songs? Or we're at McDonald's and they play something over their intercom or whatever they call that. Yeah, their satellite or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I, I have a weird ability to pick up on songs and somehow they stick in my head. And I, You know this as well as probably all my coworkers that have ever worked with me. I can't sing worth a lick, but I will sit there and sing like I have the best voice in the world and I don't care. We should take this field recorder around with you everywhere you go so you can record your singing. No, I don't want any ammo to be tortured with in the future. No, I'm good with that. No, it's music. I, I find music to be soothing, and uh, I enjoy it. I listen to everything, really. Just all sorts of different music, and it's... It's relaxing to me, and I enjoy it, and I've, I've always been a very, very big fan of music. But do you know all the words of every song? No, no, of course not. That would be impossible. If I did, I'd learn how to monetize that. Hmm. And so. Well, I know a few words of a few songs, but um, I wouldn't want to be like you as the only one that I know all the words to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like pretty much any Blink-182 song that's out there, I know all the lyrics to. A lot of Dave Matthews Band, Blues Travelers, Jimmy Buffett, Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen, a lot of different music. I think I've heard of some of those. Yeah, I, well, I would hope so. You'd have to live under a rock for quite a long time if you have it. All right, this is a good one. What behaviors make you think a person is creepy? If they don't blink. <laughs> yeah, how long can you hold that stare? I can't. <laughs> if they don't blink, that creeps you out. Yeah. Really? Like It's like looking at a mannequin. Hmm. Then why aren't you blinking right now? Hmm. Also, um, CGI has gotten really good, and motion capture in movies has gotten really good. Hmm. But sometimes, especially when it's a human that, that they're, they generated, they don't. They look really good, but there's something just not quite right, and it makes them very creepy. They're just not quite human? Yeah. 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 They, I think they call that the uncanny valley. I, I don't know where that term came from. Hmm. Interesting. Things that look human but aren't quite human are quite creepy. Oh, that's weird. I, I think that maybe that's why dolls are so creepy, too, because they just stare with a blank expression all the time. Dolls are very creepy, along with clowns. Ooh, we should get you some clown dolls. No. No. Why don't you make them midgets at that? Because <laughs> just really, just go for the gusto and really creep me out. So there you go, folks. That's what I'm really afraid of. I don't think there's any specific trait that people have that creep me out. Some people just give off a creepy vibe. And I just think that's intuition that you know that person isn't up to any good. They just, hmm. and I run into those people, not quite a bit, but I do run into them at, the, at my place of work quite a bit. There was one time, very, very long time ago, I was at a bar, and this guy was giving me the, the, the look. 
I don't, I don't know what, how else to, to describe it. He, he was apparently interested in me. He sat down and we talked and he didn't know anything about current events or anything. And I don't know, I just got a weird feeling about him. Mm. And I excused myself. I went over to the bartender and I said, have you ever seen this guy? Do you, do you know this guy? He says, I've never seen him before an hour ago. Mm. And I don't know, I just felt something was wrong. Mm. And um, I excused myself and left. And I probably still have my head attached to my body for that reason. Yeah, sometimes sometimes that, that, that feeling can save you a lot of uh, it. Well, it might have, I might have missed the, the greatest sex I've ever had in my life. But and then I'll, died I'll, from I'll, it? I'll never know. I'm, Be like a black widow? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but people, I think there's people who out there that, that have bad, bad intentions do give that vibe off. If you watch enough TV shows and you see serial killers and stuff like that, they just, they just, they're, yeah, yuck. Just give me a, a creep somehow. I don't know, that guy just seemed like he was too interested in going home with me. Hmm, like you were some sort of prey. Or, or wanted to to uh, case my house out for things he could steal or some, I don't know just you know, I just got a bad vibe then why don't you go to his house flip the script oh I don't know I'm teasing I never got that far yeah well isn't that how we met <laughs> <laughs> I didn't creep you out apparently because here I am still uh, no uh, I remember when you took your shirt off I said this guy's interesting mm-hmm and now we are. Here we are. What? Ten years later. Ten years later, something like that. Mm. Yes, we are. What's the perfect temperature to set the house at? I happen to know exactly. It's seventy-four degrees. Okay. Because we have a a smart home system, and we can in any room we can look over at the speaker and say set the thermostat to seventy-four, and that's. That's what it'll do. Mm-hmm. 75 is too hot and 73 is too cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say like 68, but I'd freeze to death if it was 68. Mm. So. Well, people in the wintertime come over to the house and they go, oh, it's so nice and warm in here. And I go, well, come back in the summer and it'll be just as warm. Because mm-hmm. that's where we set the air conditioner to. Yeah, all year round. Yeah, I would agree with that. It makes for a comfortable environment to live in. And I'm sure our kitties appreciate it. Although I understand that cats would prefer a temperature about 15 degrees higher than what humans do. So they would want the air set at like 90? Yeah. Uh, Good luck, cats. And uh, apparently living with us, cats are cold all the time. Hmm. Good thing they're covered in fur. Hmm. Is that why they cuddle so much? I guess. Wow. Sorry, folks, that's my insulin pump. Very interesting. Insulin start, butcher is starting to get low. What's the funniest or most amazing cell phone cover you have seen? I won't say amazing, but I think the funniest I ever saw was a guy who posted, like, a selfie, or somebody reshared a selfie or something. This guy doing muscle shines in the mirror. 
and holding this phone up while he did martial signs, taking a picture of himself, flexing Mm -hmm. his muscles. And he had a Hello Kitty cover on his cell phone. Oh, that's hilarious. That's funny. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Have you ever had a, anything on your cover? you just, it's just the plain, just a plain cover. cover. I don't see the point in getting to accessorize your cell phone. It's a tool. I, I, it's a tool that you use. It's, it's like when people accessorize their cars and they fancy them up and all that. It's, it's a form of transportation. It gets you from point A to point B. I don't see the point in that either. Every time I've ever personalized a car, something happened to it soon after that. Yeah, so I, I, I don't see the need or the want to do it, so I've never done it. I have a the, the Star Trek Chevron emblem mm-hmm. on the back of my phone, but that was mainly because I have a transparent case, mm-hmm. and I had this sticker that fit perfectly in on, on my phone, and I could put the case over it, and so... Didn't I buy you that sticker? No, I bought a T-shirt, and that sticker came with the T-shirt. Oh, okay. Okay. It fits perfectly on my phone. Mm-hmm. I've noticed it before. Anybody? Like, um, the last time I went to the Renaissance Festival, um, I was taking picture of the Doctor Who phone booth that they had there. Okay. And this guy who was, apparently it was his, came up and asked, asked me what my favorite episode of Star Trek was, and I said, how did you even know I'm a Star Trek fan? He says, because you've got the emblem right there on your phone. Mm, Yeah. Well, I mean, the only thing, I I change the wallpaper on my cell phone quite a bit, and that depends on what sports season it is. Like, I just switched it over to the 49ers the other day. Hmm. That's about the only thing I'll do, but, like, during the baseball season, it's the Red Sox, so on Hmm. and so forth. I used to have all kinds of fancy animated wallpapers, and I found out it just drains your batteries. Yeah, live wallpapers, so. yeah. You used to have, like, an aquarium theme on yours. I knew yeah. that. But, yeah, they drain your battery quite a bit. So, which musical artist is greatly overrated? Madonna. You think so? Don't you? Yeah, I mean... And maybe Lady Gaga is a close second? Yeah, I mean, I like Lady Gaga better than Madonna, though. Oh, yeah, me too. They're all manufactured, but I mean, they're, 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 pop. they're not a person, they're a persona. Yeah, it's, it's a pop machine, you know what I mean? Everything's calculated, everything's done for a reason, it's all calculated. I don't know, how about T-Swift? Don't know what that is. Taylor Swift. Okay. I don't think she's overrated. Um, well, uh, cause she's, is she the one that did the episode of Black Mirror? I think so. You know who Taylor Swift is. I, I think so. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's just on tour. I mean, she's got millions of followers and people. I like her because she writes most of her music. Lady Gaga apparently writes a lot of her own music, too. So, I'm surprised she didn't say something like the Beatles or something like that. Before my time. Yeah, but you like making fun of them. I do? Yeah, you've, like- you've, you've, you've ribbed me a few times about them, saying they were a boy band and stuff like that. They're not really a boy band, but the Monkees would be a boy band. The only thing I really remember about the Beatles was there was a documentary about them many years ago. Mm. And in that documentary, they found this guy who was camping outside of their house. It was Abbey Road, yeah. It was the recording oh. studio. And 
they invited him in. I don't know if they would have done that if the cameras weren't rolling or, or, or not. But anyway, this, this guy said that, that they were basically prophets, that all of their songs came true. And, and they're just going, well, it was just a bunch of words that rhymed. We, yeah, there, there's no... We were high. We just put a bunch of <laughs> yeah. stuff that sounded together. Yeah. I, I suspect that a lot of music is that way. Uh, people put all kinds of meaning in it, and it's really just words that rhyme. Yeah, I imagine some musicians, there's there's reasons behind the songs and the story behind it, but I imagine a lot of other stuff is just garbage. That, that sounds good, and they know that it'll be a pop hit, and can get an earworm and get stuck in your head and makes it popular. So. I believe there's like a science to, to pop, but how many beats per minute and what notes to repeating lyrics over and over again i imagine i mean that's the big fuss right now with all the ai that's out there that people are just plugging in themes and the ai is coming up with songs that are catchy like you can go to like one of the ai chatbots or whatever and say give me a pop song of this and it'll spit out lyrics in less than 10 seconds and you have a pop song and it'll give you a beat and the lyrics and everything like that but people are getting so up. pop is going to be replaced by AI like everything else. Pretty much, well, everyone thinks AI is going to take over the world. So, but I don't know. I'm not that big of a conspiracy theorist. Sabots. <laughs> so, going on to that, what is a conspiracy that you actually do believe in? People say that the UFOs that are visiting Earth are aliens from some other planet, and. They are not revealing themselves to us because we're not ready for it. We're, mm. we're too immature of a species. Yeah. That is something that I believe. I believe that too. And see, it goes back to the analogy of if, like how we walk by anthills and we don't stop to pay them any mind because it's not worth our time or effort. And that's how aliens feel about us. Actually, the theory that I believe in is... I, I hope you don't divorce me because of this. I think the Earth's flat. <laughs> no, no. If the Earth was flat, the cats would have pushed everything off yes. the edge by yes. now. No, I don't believe the Earth is flat, anybody. That's that's a joke. Uh, but no, that is one conspiracy that I, I believe. I, I really do think that as a species, we are very immature on the cosmic scheme of things but or like you said to to them we're ants and and they just don't give us any thought at all yeah i mean look what we're doing to our own planet i mean hmm. and then and then the leader of our free world was trump for a while imagine that that people oh what a, a great representative he maybe yeah. he's an alien hmm. he's a reptilian a reptilian there you know like v remember that show that was a good show all right well i guess that's it for the week so what is your favorite joke right now I'm planning on ordering both a chicken and an egg from Amazon. Which one's going to come first? Yep. That's what we'll find out. Okay. <laughs> Is that the answer? Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that was a good one. That was cute. I like that. All right. We hope you enjoyed episode 72 of the Bear and Kura podcast. This is Bear. This is Kura. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email 
using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.